President Biden is missing an enormous opportunity in Iran. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. With serious U.S. help, protesters in Iran, led by incredibly courageous women, have a real chance to bring down the murderous mullahs ruling that unhappy land. That overthrow would be a huge political victory, geopolitical victory for the free world. It would demonstrate once again that dictatorships won't ultimately triumph over democracies. But the White House here is AWOL. Instead, President Biden continues to pursue a ludicrously bad nuclear deal with Iran that would give the Ayatollahs access to $275 billion in the next 12 months. Absurdly, Biden is counting on Putin, whom he labeled a war criminal, to assist in concluding an agreement as Iran won't negotiate with us directly. Help for the protesters? Other than rhetoric, nothing so far. This is morally repulsive. It is also geopolitically throwing away an extraordinary opportunity to turn the tables on the deadly enemies of liberal democratic values. Ever since the 1979 seizure of power by murderous revolutionary Islamic extremists, Iran has been the world's chief enabler and financier of terrorism. Their goal is to control the oil-rich Middle East and to exercise ever-increasing influence in Europe via the continent's growing Islamic populations. The Ayatollahs see Iran becoming a global power as they get nuclear weapons, intercontinental ballistic missiles, and a chokehold on much of the globe's oil reserves. They are dangerous destabilizers. But the regime is intensely despised by most of the Iranian population. It faced a lethal challenge from protesters in 2009, the so-called Green Revolution. But the U.S.'s then new president, Barack Obama, made clear that the U.S. would provide no help, not even rhetoric, for the uprising. He believed he could cut a nuclear deal with the mullahs and coax them to become better global citizens. This was an astonishing miscalculation, on a par with Obama's much ballyhooed reset with Putin's Russia, where for years the president naively thought he could pull off breakthrough agreements with the Kremlin. Even Putin's seizure of Crimea in 2014 didn't fully disabuse President Obama of his illusions. Now Iran is teetering again. What should the U.S. do? Obviously end this absurd pursuit of a nuclear deal and declare our all-out support for the protesters who are being killed by the hundreds and even thousands. Impose hard sanctions, not only those that the Trump administration had hit Iran with, but others as well. Make it clear that the Mullah's nuclear efforts will not succeed, even if it means employing airstrikes. Give the anti-Ayatollah forces intelligence real-time about the movements of the regime's enforcers. Along these lines, provide whatever communications equipment the demonstrators might need. Encourage those inside the Iranian military and government, we know who some of them are, who realize that there is no future with the current rulers and help undermine the regime. Perhaps even publicly set up a council of Iranian exiles as a provisional government alternative to the Ayatollahs. For our sake, and obviously the oppressed Iranian people, we must act now. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. (music) 